Welcome to Ag State of Mind, a podcast that examines the stresses affecting producers of agriculture and how to alleviate these stresses and improve farmers' lives. In this podcast, we discuss openly the mental health crisis that is occurring in the agricultural community and what we can do to help turn it around. Now here's your host, Jason Meadows. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Ag State of Mind podcast, a proud member of the Global Ag Network. I am your host, Jason Meadows. Appreciate you tuning in and hearing a little bit of what I have to say today. Um, I am doing a solo episode here. It is talking about running for my anxiety, running something that... I didn't know it was going to have the benefits that it was going to have, but if I would have known, I would have started so long ago. So why did I start running? So at the beginning, let's see, I guess it was the end of 2018, Carrie and I, we made the decision to run a half marathon together. Uh, the Waco Silo District, familiar with Chip and Joanna Gaines. If you look behind me and see the shiplap walls here, uh, we have those shiplap, shiplap walls all throughout our house. So we are very familiar with the Gaineses and how they work. So our house was super inspired by the work they do. So Carrie watching Fixer Upper like she does, she knew and heard about the Silo District Marathon, Half Marathon, 5K, and Waco from our house is about 10 hours. So it was, uh, for us, it was a close enough drive to make it. And uh, so we decided at the end of 2018, beginning of 2019, that was going to be our goal. Uh, we were going to run a half marathon. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I thought it was something that was totally without outside my reach. I did not think it was going to be something that I could obtain. Um, but it was, uh, I found out pretty quick that if you work hard enough and have a goal, you can do things that you just didn't think were your body was capable of. So I think the a question or something that we talk about a lot is how do how did it make me feel? It was it was really, really hard to get up and get started with this. Uh, for me, it was waking up at super early in the morning. I didn't know if I could do that. I mean, I, I, I worked, I'd gotten up and worked out before, but not at that level, not at the, I mean, it was, I was a three day a week guy before that, but this required me to run four or five days a week. And, you know, with my schedule, I had to do it first thing in the morning or else it just wouldn't get done. So it was a lot of soreness, a lot of being coming very humble with what I'm doing. It was a really, really hard thing to do uh, to get started. But, but once I got in the routine and it really, it took me about ooh, probably a month before I was like, okay, this is something, although it's going to be hard, it's something that I can do. I can I can accomplish. It's going to be work. It's going to be hard, but I can do it. And so what I think that when I was getting through this is what was there? I think you have to have an accomplishment or like a milestone that you reach or there at some point in this where it's there's a there's a there's a marker where you know you're going to make it. And everything on the other side, I feel like was a little bit downhill. And for me, it was running a, I went out, it was, oh gosh, I'd say it was probably February. 
And the my training program for that time called for me to run five miles that day. Well, granted, I, five miles is the furthest I had ever run before in my life. So it's like, okay, I can do five miles. But when I hit the five mile mark, I, I was actually running in town at that time. And town closest to where we live is Cuba. Do a lot of my running at home here on our county roads. But for that, that day, I ran by myself in town. I, when I got to the five mile mark, I realized I was a long ways from where I parked my car. So I just kept running. And I got to six miles and got to finally got to seven miles. I think, I think once I reached that, realized I was away from my car and far enough to where I could do more than what I anticipated doing, I was like, well, let's see how far I can actually go and how far my body will take me this day. And I don't know what my maximum would have been that day, but seven miles is pretty close to it, I would say. Uh, I was cramping up really bad in my legs. Uh, my, my body was not fully ready for that. But it was a really great thing because I, even though I had still had a lot of work to do, training for that half marathon, which is 13.1 miles, seven miles, that's just over half of that. I never ran that far before in my life. Uh, I had not come within two miles of running that far before in my life. But knowing that I did that that day helped me so much and helped me to see what was possible and that I was going to be able to increase in little increments. I think I was probably still like eight weeks out from, from from the actual half marathon race. And finding out that I was able to do that was was probably that's that's the thing that like I knew I was going to be able to do it from that point on. So how has running helped me? Well, I think it's I think I reflected on that a bit in saying that I can do th- I can do hard things. I can do something I never thought my body was possible. Uh, it's helped me overcome so much of myself, so much of some negative, stigma about myself about my body for those of you who are viewing right now who see me who know me in real life i am not what one would consider is a is has a runner's body uh, i'm six foot tall i weigh probably around 245 pounds give or take I don't have a runner's body, a, a typical runner's body. Uh, I have a body that was made for contact sports, is what I like to say. For it's for hitting and being strong, and um, you know those are things that I I had always excelled at. But being a long distance runner was nothing I ever uh, I ever focused on, nor was it ever anything I thought I would have to focus on. Or I mean, I don't have to focus on, but not something I ever thought I would focus on. This helped me know that even though I mean I think it was my coach Miranda Burt told me one time she goes do you think you're a good runner and I said yeah I think I'm a good runner she says well do you think you're going to the Olympics I said well no um, and it helped me realize that we can be good we can think we can be something without actually being the best at it or excelling at that but we can still have confidence in ourselves and I think that was a big part of me getting over this it was not being confident in what I could do and what my body was capable of and this really helped me help me learn that and I, I learned all also, how important nutrition has to be whenever you're doing something like this, whenever you're doing a major, anything physical, whether it be 
bicycle race, whether it be running, whether it be a weightlifting competition, uh, your body is, I mean, there's, there's a lot of physical work that goes into going through these different kinds of accomplishments, but honestly, probably as much or more of it is the, is the fuel you put inside your body. I mean, you're not going to put cheap gasoline. I'm not a, I'm not a combustion engine technician by any means, but you know, let's say you have a Corvette or some other high performance car uh, are you going to go find the cheapest uh, lowest grade quality gasoline to put in that corvette of course you're not you're going to go for the high octane stuff because it's going to get you the best performance and our diet and our body is no different i mean if we want the most we can get uh, i think comparing my body to a corvette is a little much but the concept remains the same if you want to get the most out of your body if you want to get the most out of this performance machine that you have you have to fill it with the highest quality stuff and you know i i fail at this often i fail at eating right um often uh, but I have found that being more intentional with the way I treat my body, both how I rest and how what I put in it makes all the difference in the world when I'm trying to be at my best physically. Uh, just this weekend, yesterday, as I'm recording this, yesterday was Mother's Day. Um, my We go over to my mother's house and she always has just this like, smorgasbord of of sugary treats and i mean i i indulged a little bit i took part and i so let me back up here for a second uh i have this shoulder injury i talked a little bit about it in an instagram post this past week uh with this in with this injury i have tr been trying to do what we call a uh a anti-inflammation diet which restricting a little bit of your red meat, restricting a little bit, not a little bit, all the sugars, all the white processed stuff, really trying to restrict that out of your body. And the, I, everything but the red meat is something I think we should do long-term. Now the red, red meat is just going to be a short-term thing for me, but I restricted a lot of that ate smaller quantities for a little bit and not tried to stay away from the sugars and everything. I felt my injury just almost immediately recover i felt just a little just almost immediate benefits and then today fast forward to today and i had all the sugary stuff yesterday and i could feel the difference in my body i could feel myself being more sore i can feel my shoulder being more inflamed and i think it's just it just is just proof enough for me that what you put in your body absolutely matters. So um, I'll talk a little bit now about the race, about that day, about what it was like to put this daunting task in front of you. Um, the race was in April and April, late April in Texas, which means we trained through the late winter, early spring in Missouri, which is and can be super cold. Uh, it was very hard. I ran in the snow several times throughout this time, um, but there were some pretty nice days too. All in all, the, the weather in Missouri for running during that time was pretty decent. Let's fast forward to the race day when we go to Texas, on the Brazos River in Waco when it's almost May. 
I don't know if how it, many of you are familiar with Texas weather, but the, it makes the humidity here in Missouri feel like Colorado. I mean, the, it's, the humidity is on another level. And then when you take the humidity by a river, and it was kind of an overcast day, uh, it made the race day a lot tougher than I thought it would be. And I'll tell you what, I was really good for about nine miles during that race time. And nine miles, I, I really did well. I think I was right around a 10-minute per mile pace, which is not fast for most people, but it was fast for me, especially I feel like running my first half marathon. Uh, but after that ninth mile, I really felt my body just give out. I, I, I did not have, honestly, enough in the tank that day to to do the what I to, to perform how much I think I could have. Um, but even though I wasn't at my best, even though the weather wasn't great, I still finished that race. I think I finished it in two hours and 13 minutes. I think it was somewhere around 11 minute and 20 11 minute 20 second pace uh, again, which isn't great, but it's 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 so much better than not doing it at all and it's so much faster than I ever thought I would be able to run a half marathon in and just that day and having that accomplishment and doing that with my wife like we did I mean she I'm not going to talk about what her time was she just blew me away I think she she finished in almost less than two hours so if that tells you how <laughs> the difference in our running cap our long distance running capabilities but uh, it was a, it was an incredible experience and for me for me there was so much that has come of that. Uh, first, just knowing that I can accomplish something that I set my mind to, that seemed like an impossible task. But most of all, it got me to understand what running can do for someone, what it can do for me especially, how it helps me get out of my head, how it helps me understand what's going on with myself and work out some problems and you know it gives me a time also I to listen to some really great things I and I, I I've said this uh, before the podcast probably started through me listening to so many podcasts when I was running it helped me to understand the style of podcast, how to do them, uh, understand that I actually, people actually do listen to these things. And it helped me so much in that little bit of time. And it, it, I really think that's a big part of where the seeds for the podcast were sown was in those three or four months when I was training for that first half marathon. And, you know, so it, that, that part of my life really, it was really a, a, key shift in in my life and I'll, I'll end here talking about what it's done and how it's helped me be a better person and how it's helped me come to have some better mental health i mean we talk about we know about how the your physical health can can benefit from running i think it's pretty obvious how that can happen but what i didn't realize was going to happen is the the mental health benefits from it uh, i can all can be going wrong for me. It can just be the crappiest day ever. And I can go out, I can go for a two, three mile run, come back, all is good. Uh, whatever was bothering me before, almost always doesn't seem like a big deal anymore. It helps me to see 
things in a different light so much. And I'm so thankful for that because I don't know if I ever had anything like that in my life that helped me clear my mind, like going for a run did. And I always thought it was, uh, I thought it was silly that people would say, oh, I just need to go for a run or uh, a run can really help clear my mind. And I'm like, how can that happen? I it's running always just sounded so miserable to me. But whenever I framed it in that new mindset and I actually tried it for myself, um, wow, what a what a difference it made. And uh, I'm here to tell you that it makes all the difference in the world in my mental health. Uh, earlier this year when I had we had this cold snap over this past winter, uh, I got out of my running routine a little bit. And it's honestly, it's the first of May now and I, I still wasn't in it until about a couple of weeks ago when I hurt my shoulder. I was going to the gym and I was still having an exercise routine, but I wasn't having those morning runs when I was quiet by myself. Well, the gym, you know, the gym is great. I love going to the gym. I love lifting weights. Um, I actually, I love seeing people at the gym, but it doesn't provide that solace, that running on, especially out here where I live on the gravel roads, it doesn't provide that for, for me anyway. And uh, I was missing that. And having this shoulder injury was actually super beneficial to me because it helped me get back to doing the thing that has helped me the most. And that's running on these early mornings uh, on the roads. And I mean, it's just made me this last couple of weeks, I felt so much better because of it. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful that I am aware enough of the things that help me. And I, I challenge each one of you to find that one thing that helps you like running has helped me. And it may be running, it may be taking a walk. And as uh, I put out this on my Instagram, like, what's that, what's the X factor in your mental health? And my friend, Nicole Rodriguez, who is a certified personal trainer, she's a registered dietitian. She was on this podcast earlier in this year. Uh, she is an avid weightlifter. Um, she says, and she, this is her words, not mine, as lame as it sounds, going for a walk is the thing that helps her the most. So, I mean, it's all individual. It's all things that can help each one of us. And it can be running, it can be walking, it can be, uh, it can, if it if it is for you, it can be a weightlifting session. Uh, it can be just a walk in the woods or um, whatever it may be, yoga, meditation, all these things. There's so many things that we can can do for our body that provides us both physical and mental benefits. And I challenge each one of you to find that X factor. Um, I appreciate you guys listening, watching a few of you here tonight. Um, it has always been, as always, is a pleasure to come and bring my thoughts to you. Uh, we will be back to our interviewed podcast very soon. Um, we are t closing in on the end of baseball season. Uh, that means Levi will be more available to edit the podcast, uh, not, <laughs> not leaving me to fend for myself a little bit. So, uh, um, I'm, I, as much as I've loved baseball, I am looking forward to a little bit of the break. Uh, we're still going to be playing baseball, just not Levi as much. Um, so, uh, I will encourage each one of you, please go out. If you want to become part of the community, the, our Facebook page, Ag State of Mind Private group is available for us to have more in-depth conversation around the podcast and around the topics chat that we chat about on the podcast so 
once you're finished watching this, once you finish listening to this, go search us out on Ag State of Mind private page on Facebook to become a member there. A um, few short questions, and then we'll get you approved. So appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the support that you all have given me for the podcast, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Ag State of Mind. We hope this episode has encouraged you. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ag State of Mind. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify so you never miss an episode. See you next week.